It is said that customers eat with their eyes first. The food pictures you show on your menu can influence what is ordered. In this segment of The Business of Food Service, learn what makes a good food photo and how you can upgrade your menu directly from a successful food photographer. Now let's turn our attention to your menu. Having a picture of an item on a menu or menu board can double the sales of that item. We have as our guest a seasoned food photographer, Tom Davenport of RD Images in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, to discuss tips on how to improve the quality of your menu photography, how to hire the right professional photographer, and what new technology such as iPad menus have on your photo needs. Um, hello, Tom. Hi, how are you today? Good, good. Thank you for taking a few minutes to talk with us about food photography. I know that something that's always a big seller on the menu and something that a lot of operators really don't necessarily understand how to do or how to do well. First, tell us, Tom, a little bit about your background with food photography. Well, uh, I've been in the commercial photography business for about 35 years here in the Milwaukee area. And uh, most of those years, I have been doing food photography for different clients different manufacturing companies that will create food things, food service, consumer food products, everything from, of course, here in Wisconsin, everything from cheese to beer, of course. And it's really been a, a real uh, joy to work on a lot of food things. I really do love taking pictures of food. It's, it's such a, a fun thing to work with. You've done some food magazine covers, haven't you? I have a few. Just a couple of things that would end up in some gourmet magazines and different magazines, usually uh, periodicals that are more directed at the food service industry. One of the things with Milwaukee being in, in the Milwaukee area is that we're very, very, very business-to-business -business oriented. So a lot of the photography that we do is going to go from, say, a supplier of a food product to somebody that's also in a business, say like a caterer or a, or a school or some sort of institutional sort of thing like that, more than uh, consumers, direct consumer things. When people get the food magazines, one of the things they notice is the high-quality photography. And then when they get the product out of the box, they want to do that again and make it look good for their customers and put it in its best light. As a food photographer, can you let us in on some of the things that you do when you photograph food to kind of put it in its best light and make it make it more appealing? Oh, absolutely. You know, everybody's familiar with the story of walking into the uh, fast food place and what you see up on the board doesn't look like anything that, like what you're getting down on your tray. There's a reason for that. Number one, when we approach a food photography project, we really are out to create some appetite appeal for what what we're photographing. In general, um, and I would say 90 to 95% of the time, we will use a food stylist to come in and help create a good-looking plate of food. Even if it's something that's already prepared or something that a chef has, has gone into, there is a big difference between a chef and a food stylist. The food stylist's job is not necessarily to make anything taste great, it's to make it look good. A chef has a whole different agenda, which is to plate food timely and make it appetizing. Of course they make it look good, but to make it 
make it photogenic is, is really the place of a food stylist. I think we can relate this to how many people do we know that people themselves that are very attractive, but they're not photogenic. We really kind of look at, uh, at food the same way. A lot of times you can get that great looking burger and it's presented to you, but you know what? When it's photographed, it may look overcooked, it may look dried out. There could be a plethora of problems with it that just uh, don't make it look appealing to the eye. And that's the big thing about what we want to do. What a person can do when they're approaching that, say, say if you do have to get uh, a photograph, of, of course, speaking as professional, the main thing is to get a professional and a professional stylist to do the food photography for you. We know what we're doing, we have the experience, and we can bring a whole bunch of things that, to the table that you're just not going to think of until you get into those situations. But let's say that you have to do something, you have to do it kind of quick, or you have a budget that you need to do it on. There's a couple of little tricks that we can, we can, I can slip out for you here. Number one is you don't necessarily have to have a super sophisticated lighting scheme. You can use natural light. Uh, the big thing is to, to let the light work for you. I like to backlight things, light things from kind of the rear a little bit with a little bit of reflector on, on the front side to, to bring the front in. You can use natural light if you're by a window. Generally, stay away from fluorescent lights or something that's a little too glary. doesn't make the food look very good. Of course, in this day and age of digital photography, there are so many good digital cameras. Even an iPhone camera is really a, a very sophisticated piece of camera technology these days, and you can get some good results from any of these things. The thing to do, though, is not to try to get as much on a plate as you can. Remember, you want to make it look appetizing. You want to make it look recognizable right away. And that's kind of the main thing that I think a lot of amateur photographers kind of stumble on a little bit, you know, especially if you're working for a company that, that has a product line that they want to show everything. Well, you know what? You can't show everything. You know, go after what's the hero on the plate. Mm -hmm. and, and that's one of the main things that we, do, we try to do as professionals. If you have a number of things on the plate, focus on something that you want to be the most important that you want to stand out. Absolutely. And the other thing along with that, too, which let's say that you're a caterer, that you're in the food service business and you're a caterer, and you want to show, you know, a kind of upscale catered dish that's maybe roast beef with some asparagus spears and mashed potatoes. You know what? Use that selective focus. Use a very wide open aperture to where you don't have a lot of depth of field. So not everything is in focus. And focus on that roast beef because, you know what, people are, even if the asparagus spears are a little out of focus or the mashed potatoes, they're going to get the idea of what that is. But what's really important is your main entree of what you want to show there. So that beef with the au juice over it really makes that stand out when you use a, a little bit of selective focus on that. What about angle of photography? I've seen some things that look like they're kind of shot from a blimp looking straight down on it? <laughs> that can be effective 
if it's done right or if it's done for a purpose. Generally, we don't like to do that. We really, really like to shoot from a pretty normal eye angle. Because remember, most of the people that are going to view whatever your your plate is, whether you're a, a food service person or a caterer or anything like that, they're going to be seeing it from a standing level that's on a table. So keep that in mind when you're photographing. We call it a three-quarter angle. Mm-hmm. Your camera is kind of tipped at three-quarters of the way down, and you're kind of giving it a look in the side. There, Of course, there are times that you might want to do a direct overhead view, especially if you're, you have a very um, geometrically interesting arrangement on the plate. So if there's something that, that really works as kind of a design, then, yeah, that's altogether a possibility. But most of the time, you know what, stick with the tried and true, stick with the three-quarter view. It is interesting. I know when I worked with um, Taco Bell years ago, we did a menu test and things that had photography outsold things that didn't have photography two to one on the menu. So obviously the things that were the highest margin was the stuff that we would photograph. Oh, absolutely. Again, this is one of the reasons I like doing food photography is it's a lot of fun and it does touch everybody on a very primal sort of basis. So when you take a look at a really well done food photograph, it makes you hungry. You know, let's let's face it. I mean, uh, when you go into a restaurant and look at a menu board that's poorly done, a lot of times you're just like, well, gee, I, I don't know if I'm really interested in getting that, whatever they've pictured up there. You know what? Taco Bell knows it. McDonald's knows it. I think we can go with a lot of the big ones. They know when they provide good food photography, they're going to get more sales. So what's the hardest food to shoot? Well, ice cream is always an issue uh, if you're shooting uh, I, I mean, to give you a little hint here, if you're shooting real ice cream, that can be that can be a challenge. Uh, a lot of times if we're shooting for, say, like a topping company or if the ice cream isn't, it, it isn't the main thing, we'll use a fake concoction to make the ice cream look good, and the food stylist can do an excellent job at that. Everything has its own little tricks to it. Soups sometimes, if you if you can just think about it, you know, if there's not much in the soup, it can look a little bit flat, a little bit blunt. heavily fried foods, fried chicken if it's overbreaded, that sort of thing can can be kind of tough. Everything has a little bit of a challenge, but working with a stylist that knows how to overcome those challenges really makes a difference. So obviously that's one of the keys, as you said. If it's if you want professional quality, if you if at all possible, hire a professional. So if I am an operator, how do I go about finding and approaching someone who can do good photography for me? What are the important questions to ask? Well, in a lot of the major markets, of course, there's going to be uh, there are going to be professional groups uh, like the Advertising Photographers of America. There are probably several listed on professional pages. One of the latest things to do is go to LinkedIn. There are specific groups. Uh, There is a food photographers group. I happen to be a a member of that. And a lot of us trade back and forth ideas. And then people will come on. I'm looking for a food photographer and a stylist. 
in the Denver area or the whatever area of the country you happen to be in. And usually they can get turned into the right direction. Once you find somebody in your area or you think is going to fill the needs, make sure you check out the work. Make sure that they have something online. You know, ask them some questions about how they would approach the product, how many shots they think they can get done in a day. In general, I'll tell you that for really well-styled food, you know, very rarely can you get any more than about five or six shots done in a day. I mean, that's pushing a pretty good envelope there. You're going to want somebody that's going to take time to make that food, your food photography, look good. Let me uh, say one more thing, too, and I know the operators and uh, restaurateurs, especially restaurateurs, we're entering a kind of a new age, too, of presenting your products, and a lot of that has been spurred by the iPod. Now, in major markets, a lot of restaurants are going to use iPods as menus, or iPads, I should say, iPads as menus, uh, because it's changeable. You can change your menu items very easily. Uh, You can picture things. You can pair wines easier. You can do a lot of things with that. I would stress to the people that that are listening to this is keep in mind that that's still a very, very visual device. And on that especially, I believe great photography is really going to help you push your products, signature dishes that you're used to and it's going to increase your business. So as these technologies come on board and online all the time, uh, what can I say? You know, trust your professional photographer to give you a good, wonderful result that you'll be proud of. No, that's definitely sage advice, Tom. If somebody wants to see some of your work, where can they go and find it? Uh, you can go to our website. It's rdimage.com. You can just click on that, and you can go right to our portfolio page. Being in Milwaukee, we do a bunch of different things. We have a very extensive food collection, a bunch of beverages. So I would encourage anyone to go online and take a look at what we have to offer. Tom, I appreciate it. I know the operators appreciate this insight into food photography, and thanks for taking the time to speak with us. Well, thank you very much. It's my pleasure.